Welcome to Positive Reaction Podcast. My name is Danielle C. Aguilar, better known as Dr. D. My name is Dr. Edwin Serrano, better known as Dr. Pepper, and we are not your average physical therapist, and we will get you ready to react at any given moment. We are here to question healthcare to help you make the best decision to get back to your active lifestyle. All right, we are here today to talk about stuff Danielle loves. loves. She's over here just so beamed just, about it. Yeah, she's I can't smiling. Wait. She's like, we never really prepare for this stuff. and We semi-prepared. I mean, we I do. like to think we prepare a little bit about it, mostly because... We prepared our, our life with school. That's what we should have said at the very beginning. Yeah, see? I tell you. But this is like something that we have to like, you know, really, really think about. I mean, you're terrible. You're terrible. So what we talked about last week and we said we we're going to kind of cover was like healing phases. What happens when you get injured, whether it's like an open mm-hmm. wound mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. you break a bone or well, let's you just like pick strain one. a muscle. No, because we're going to talk about everything. Wow. All right, right. We're going in it. Yeah. So okay. it's not too bad. So let's talk about a little bit. So this is pretty common sense, right? You get injured. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing that happens? What? Just w- what injury? It doesn't matter. What happens? Just in general? Yeah. What's the first thing? Swelling. Exactly. Inflammation. Right. Okay. <laughs> Swelling and inflammation are the same thing. People's, people's, people, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you're being very broad. But exactly. Yes. So, I mean, you, you get injured. Talk, yes. So then, any injury, any anything. Injury. You sprain your ankle. Inflammation. You dislocate your shoulder. Inflammation. inflammation. Right. So what this does, it, um, you know, it activates the injured area with fibroblasts. Right. Fibroblasts allow for healing to occur. Yes. Right. So when you initially injure yourself there's an increase in fibroblasts to the area to begin the healing process. So you want to have swelling. Yes. Some right? people some people um, are concerned with swelling. That's mm-hmm. an indicator that it's not good. Mm-hmm. Swelling's not a bad thing. It's kind of like running a fever. People think running a fever is bad, but it's your fight trying to like, yeah. your body trying to fight off infection. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, it was we were talking about I, we were talking about this and well, we weren't, but a topic of conversation came up that you know, fever indicates um, you know that you're contagious but that's not that's not true that's mm-hmm. i've heard that somewhere a reliable source if you will mm-hmm. um and so what i'm getting at is swelling is a good thing mm-hmm. and going back to your point is when we injure ourselves mm-hmm. inflammation is a good thing we want it to swell to an extent we don't mm-hmm. want it to just get out of hand mm-hmm. right so how would we what would what would constitute out of hand um just really a lot just a lot of swelling yeah, to keep like- it keep it simple too much swelling right like if it's if it probably lasts longer than it should be right if it's uncontrollable swelling yeah and, and, and you know we, we won't get into too much detail but understanding the basics when mm-hmm. you injure yourself swelling occurs you mentioned fibroblasts that's mm-hmm. what um basically inv- invades the area or mm-hmm. an influx of these fibroblasts uh go to the area to start the healing mm-hmm. phase yes. right so now if we talk about what we call the inflammatory phase, how long does that last? Um, well, that depends on what you do to irritate it or if you're careful with it or like how proactive you are, right? Yeah, I mean, you can, it can vary mm-hmm. and that's exactly what you're saying. So I would safely say it shouldn't last about, uh, it shouldn't last a week if we're just talking yeah, something yeah, yeah. general. Something simple like a sprain. Yeah, a okay. sprain. Well, we, we can keep it to that. Yeah, so 
and and then what happens after the inflammation stage? We talk. We have the proliferation. 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 <laughs> proliferation. Pro proliferation phase, and that's where and and according to our source, it starts about four to five days after the initial injury. So, so that's tell me when, more about that. So that's when the real healing occurs, right? Initially, your body's trying to heal you a little bit, but at that point, four to five days, you have more fibroblasts that come into the area. You have scars scar tissue that starts to form but the mm. scar tissue begin is still weak mm -hmm. right um and then you have an accumulation of collagen right so collagen is something that allows our body to heal even more so okay so just more healing happens more healing happens all right so the prol proliferation phase is ultimately what you want to take from that is around five days is what we mm -hmm. are referencing here uh that's when we should feel or that's when the healing should you know just kind of go not on an overdrive but just increase the healing yes increase the healing process or decrease the healing time right at that point oh, you're yeah. not going faster yeah um so then after that then you have the maturation phase Mm -hmm. Right. So the maturation phase is more of what it's depends on the tissue at that <laughs> point. It depends on the tissue, but that can last from months to even a year, depending on what kind of tissue you're trying the to maturate. Heal. Is it a.k.a. Uh, remodeling? Yes, I believe so. I think it is too. Yeah, right. Yeah, so because that's the one that lasts a really long time. A really time. long time. Yeah. yeah. So that, like, for example, we're going to talk about about this a little bit, but like, if a disc is injured, mm -hmm. right? A disc is made out of collagen, mm -hmm. right? So collagen takes how long to heal? Uh, approximately 300 days 300 yeah what mm -hmm, for Dang. sure oh well if we're talking about collagen which we, it starts i mean which is crazy to think about mm. it already starts day five and then when we go into the maturation phase that's where all the remodeling occurs and mm -hmm. so you're saying from that point on so it happens mm -hmm. from the that point almost from the point of injury till it's completely healed yeah exactly so that's why it can take months to a year Right, so, so the it varies. Year, yeah, so a year is referencing something like a disc, right? Mm -hmm. Something that can take that long to actually heal mm -hmm. because there's actually decreased blood flow to that area, right? So, oh, right. The, oh, that's a good point yeah. where there's a lot of blood, uh, like a, a good source of blood, and we can even reference the meniscus. Yeah, the meniscus has very low blood flow. So, well, it depends on what zone, what inner it, yeah. or outer, yeah. right? And, and so, going back to the meniscus, that has a really good, well, it does have a good uh, source of blood flow there, doesn't it? That's why, well, not necessarily. Not necessarily, it depends. I, I don't remember which one does and which one doesn't, but I know if we're referencing. The, not the meniscus the the discs the discs do mm. they have a lot of blood they have flow good, they have good water flow so, oh okay right, okay that's okay. what creates the bulk of the discs yeah yeah but yeah the blood right. flow itself is not a lot okay mm -hmm. so that's why a healing takes 300 days gotcha ah so um so going off of that right so uh -huh. we talked about how the rate of healing occurs in most tissues but now let's talk about like how you know initially you feel better for example my wife was talking about how she sprained her ankle right she felt way better initially right uh -huh. why is that that's because within the first two weeks you heal about 50 percent right but then within the first two weeks you heal 50 percent. but then after that it takes a lot longer to heal depending on the body isn't it because of the like isn't collagen like the, the rate of development is slower mm-hmm and, and that's in the the collagen starts setting in like we're talking after these two weeks mm-hmm Okay. So then, and then now, and then once you go six weeks out, mm -hmm. then you're talking about 80% of the healing occurs at that point. Gotcha. Right. And then once you're talking about the 12th week, and this is talking, of course, like earlier we're referencing this, but let's say you're talking ligaments or say you're talking tendons, stuff like that. 100% of the healing, mm -hmm. approximately about 12 weeks. So, right. And it, it's roughly three months. Roughly three months. So, I mean, if you really think about how long we see people, we see people four to six weeks initially, but sometimes mm -hmm. it can go up to two to three weeks, depending on how... Two to three months? Two to three months, sorry. Mm -hmm. Depending on how severe the injury is, right? Yeah. 
So if you think about how you go to a physical therapist and how, why it takes so long for us to see people sometimes, it's because we take the rate of healing into effect. And if you, I mean, that's a great point. A lot of people are like, you know, this has been hurting for this long, you know, therapy. I always want to make that point, like it, the... the you, your body starts experiencing a change just in general, mm -hmm. roughly about four to six weeks, right? From mm -hmm. a, an adaptation phase, you can start seeing quick, like just where we talk about nerves. And, and if you're just getting into working out the first two weeks, or is it the first week, mm -hmm. you start seeing change in terms of muscle growth or like mm -hmm. just muscle strength. Mm -hmm. um, and so over that, over that, once you get over that adaptation phase, your body starts adapting after a four week time frame. Mm -hmm. So a good rule of thumb is roughly to see a patient around a four to six week time frame to actually see a difference. Mm -hmm. um, but that's just talking about like muscle strengthening, you know, things like that. Mm -hmm. When we go to the rate of healing, if you've actually come to us with an injury, mm -hmm. now we have to be a little bit more mindful of the healing process to mm -hmm. ensure we don't re-injure you. Exactly. So then we go back to what we talked about at the, almost at the very beginning, mm -hmm. graded exposure. Yeah, you know, and it it ties in perfectly. And, and and that's what you're doing towards the end, right? Like your your tissues, your scar tissue, everything is adapting to a load, which is what we're slowly mm -hmm. progressing mm -hmm. you into. So we can't go from not being able to squat to all of a sudden squatting a hundred percent and like going to full depth, right. right? Because at that point, your tissues have not adapted that well. Can you promote more adaptability or better ad adaptability the more you load it? Sure, you can, but you also have to be careful with how much you irritate the tissue yeah because right? it's, it's it's such a good point and i think it, it's a even it's better or i think it's awesome that we're talking about this because i hope it shines light for those that are listening like sometimes it's going to take longer and it's mm -hmm. some it's it's out of our control mm -hmm. right like because if your rate of healing is a little bit slower than you know if patient a is rate of healing is a little bit faster for whatever reason patient b you know they're just gonna have to be patient like oh we had the same injury why am i behind Right, and it's just going to depend. You might have a slower healing, uh, slower healing process than patient A. It's just kind of what it is, and it'll be really based on tolerance, how we expose you, how you respond, mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, exactly. So, um, going off of that, right? Let's talk about what happens from minutes to months. We've already kind of covered weeks to mm -hmm. months, right? You want to go down to the minutes? Yeah. So <laughs> initially, let's just talk about even something simply as a cut, right? Okay. Right. So if you get cut, mm -hmm. clot formation happens. That like happens within minutes. Yeah. Immediately, like minutes, like you're right. Like immediately, once you have an injury to the tissue, whether it be the skin, whether it be a muscle, a tendon, you tear or you strain. It, initially, you have clot formation. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. And then within 24 hours, you have what you have, like, that's where the fibroblasts come in and the capillary body. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm, and that's mm -hmm. what allows for the healing to commence right within 24 hours. So what we, yeah, and th this is really breaking it down. Mm -hmm. um, but the clot formation comes slightly before the fibroblast and the fibroblast initiates the healing. Mm -hmm. Or it, I mean, the clot formation does facilitate healing. Fibroblast initiates it, mm -hmm. if, if that kind of makes sense. So after we get out of the fibroblast, we're in, we're still, I mean, this is still minutes to hours like you yeah. mentioned and now we're, we're we're flirting with the day time frame yeah so wound closure right we're talking about muscle and skin so think about mm -hmm. your body closes from the outside in so good point if, or very well said <laughs> <laughs> so skin's gonna close and heal faster mm -hmm. uh than muscle but they all take about five to eight days for actual wound closure to happen mm -hmm. so at that point then you're looking at wound closure for tendons and ligaments right right so tendons and ligaments have decreased blood flow compared to the actual muscle belly right, right? so then right, they right, take right. about three to five weeks which is 
where we kind of get that four to six week time frame as well. Yeah. And I mean, we can use the ACL as, mm-hmm. a, as an example, right? Like they can, like they pinch this. I mean, they already reattached the ACL, right? Mm-hmm. And now it needs to adjust to the graft sites. Um, but that adjustment happens after they've closed you up and, mm-hmm. and not even after. I mean, it, as soon as they repair it, the, I guess you can say that this phase that we're talking about, the scar tissue and, and all that, um, that starts occurring I would, I would, man, I don't want to say after, but what I want to speak to is what you mentioned. It's outside in. Mm-hmm. They close you up for, with the scar, and then th- that's already healing up. But it's the AC, the actual integrity of the tendon. I'm sorry, the ligament mm-hmm. that is still in that healing phase, yes. right? And mm-hmm. so, it just speaks to the. I don't, man, it's just the the idea that when you're dealing with those kinds of injuries and specific to the ACL, it's, it can be a little tricky, right? You just have to, it looks, you look good. You're walking well, but and at, at face value, yeah, that scar looks great. It's intact. There's nothing wrong with it, but we still have to keep it. That's the first thing that heals, right? Exactly. And and it's just highlighting Mm -hmm. what you're talking about. So when, when you, if, if if there's anyone, right. And I'm, I'm, I'm one of those, I don't want to say survivors. That's heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, I experienced that. It's one of those things like patience is a virtue if we're just speaking spe- specific to that injury uh, because mm-hmm. of what we're talking about. Yeah. So uh, you, we, we'll go back. We've already talked about the hours. Um, and then days, we, we, you know, healing from the outside in, we, we touched on that. And now when we go into the weeks, I mean, we're talking about scar tissue development well, at we that point. We were talking about bone, right? So bone is oh, six yeah. to eight weeks. We kind of covered that a little bit. But yeah, we bone did. heal, whether it's fracture or break, right? If it's something minor like a fracture, probably takes about six weeks. Something more of a break takes about eight weeks, right? Yeah, it's, I would, it, it's a little bit more of a fixed time frame yeah. for mm-hmm. the bone healing just because of like the nutrients that are in the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of the times like if you have, I had a, a patient of mine who had broken several ribs mm-hmm. and it's just a matter of, rest allowing them to heal and it was the same time frame you know just take it easy the what is within the bone is what's going to allow it to you know find it find its home reattach and Mm -hmm. and heal right and now if it's something like you mentioned if it's a a severe break then it becomes a little bit more of a longer time frame Mm -hmm. but if it's a a fracture you're looking at roughly a six-week time frame um yeah I agree. <laughs> well, that's what it says. Right? I concur. I concur. Um, so the next thing that you were getting into was scar tissue, right? Mm-hmm. So what people, you know, you, people reference scar tissue a lot, and sometimes there's scar tissue in an area or scar tissue. Sure. But, like, the way I like to think about it, too, is sometimes when you have scar tissue, let's say someone that had an ACL surgery or let's say even a tonal replacement, mm-hmm. right? You have scar tissue in the area. Yeah. Right? So sometimes yes. if you don't gain full range of motion during a certain time frame, mm-hmm. then you're, that scar tissue is never going to stretch again. It yeah. just stays very taut, mm-hmm. right? Think about mm-hmm. stretching a piece of leather. It's not going to happen right so uh scar tissue remains stretchable for eight to ten weeks which is sometimes post-surgical you have to be able to promote full range of motion and it's a big emphasis right away because then your body can't reach those limits i would even beg to not even differ but argue the six week i think is too long Mm -hmm. um and it's not to say that that's wrong but what it it, the the scar tissue can still be pliable at the six week mark without a doubt but what i am saying to get optimal range it's almost you have to do it immediately yeah immediately like you're because putting people through pain, but it has right, to happen. It, exactly. Because mm-hmm. by the time you get to six weeks, you're you're now having to fight against it. Yeah. If you start early on, like let's let's just talk about the surgery really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you have you seen one? Uh yeah, we actually we just had a patient that came with an ACL four months post op, uh-huh. does not have full extension and does oh, not have no. full flexion. And she has had therapy within the military. Jeez. So she came to us because our 
therapist uh-huh. saw her on instagram walking and like uh what is wrong with you and he reached out they reached out they knew each other uh-huh. and she came in man mm-hmm. it makes me it, well i mean we can get into that later but like cyclops lesion mm. four months post-op yeah, mm. yeah. I, I i i'm sure you'll you'll work magic but with the total knee you know when when you're dealing with a total knee they the the, the surgeon's ensure that you can get full range of motion mm-hmm. period and it's 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 rowdy like they bend that sucker mm-hmm. when they're under anesthesia and they achieve 125 130 mm-hmm. right and so i've had the, the privilege of working with these patients that i got to observe during surgery mm-hmm. day one post-op and then see them through mm-hmm. some do fantastic and then some don't exactly so, so then people i mean that's a different topic but what mm-hmm. i'm getting at is when you know immediately following up with a surgeon they're like hey crank on it and when you see what they do yeah. it's like man i need to push it that hard but then you have pain receptors yeah. that set in and then we have scar tissue that's setting mm-hmm. in getting back to the point right like and the thing about it too sometimes i wonder i mean these people that are probably getting a total knee replacement or something like, like they've probably had limited range of motion for years oh or months, man right? that's so if they can go down that, much, that rabbit hole right but if you have that much limited range of motion then there's scar tissue that's already settled mm-hmm. there's and yeah you can crank on that knee like whenever they have their total knee replacement sure but like how much tearing are you causing how much mm-hmm. and so then when they get out of it it's like you it know, goes right back it, it goes right back no right? i agree yeah so i i don't think that's always valid just because they can push on it like there's right. truth to that there's truth to that and i can i see where you're coming from mm-hmm. if their pre-mobility has been poor yeah. is the word i'm going to use for 20 years yeah. and then they're going to you're right their body their anatomy has already contoured to what it was you yeah. know to that the hip everything but where some would argue is the surfaces that were contoured and mm-hmm. they're gone. Yeah. They're completely new. So in theory, if they can crank on it and go all the way back, they should be able to achieve it. Some would disagree and I mm-hmm. get it. But with the doctors that I've worked with from start to finish, they, I've had serious conversations like, hey, I could get this patient here. Where are you running into the problem? And then I will say nine times out of 10, it's because their pain threshold can't handle it. I mean, passively, it's easier to get them than actively. Sure, sure. And and it's one of those things like, yeah, they can push, they can push. And then they'll do a manipulation under anesthesia following the surgery. Mm -hmm. And the doctor can potentially get them there. But the scar tissue has built up too much at that point. Yeah. That all the tearing and trauma that is being... It's just not put happening. upon it's just not going to happen yeah. so you know when you're starting to deal with it and you used a good example like the leather once it's set in you're it becomes really challenging yeah. almost near impossible um you can put yourself through some serious pain um i've had some people some patients that have worn mouth guards and bit down and really pushed into the to the knee flexion and we've gotten two degrees mm-hmm. three degrees you know so it just kind of speaks to the if we're only talking about total knees and we're only talking about remodeling you really want to push the envelope early on Mm -hmm. because of that remodeling phase and then that's you know we're we're saying like six weeks we want it at that point is when we're already flirting with yeah we're we're pushing as much much. as you can exactly yeah Yeah, i mean it's gonna be fun having you know that patient with an acl four months post yeah you know it's gonna be a lot of pushing a lot of angst but man i really want to know like if she i would uh, I would rule out a cyclops lesion mm. with this patient. If she's four months post-op and she did some version of therapy, it, it leads me to believe that it might be one of three things, which the first one is not very likely, but uh, poor placement of the ACL mm. and how what angle, because the angle has changed over the years. Yeah. Um, a cyclops lesion, which is normally, on the anti- or normally at the top of the knee. Uh, and, then yeah. the <laughs> and then the third one is 
inadequate muscle strength, I believe. Uh, but, I mean, that one can be one yeah. of them. But if you push them, I mean, and you know this, so going through that, it, I mean, I, I struggle with four months and still not achieving knee extension. We got to look into other avenues because yeah. it's going to be really hard. And, and, I we'll mean, just, just based on, on this. I mean, yeah. Just sit on put, put a couple bricks on it. It should be fine. <laughs> Uh, I mean, but that pretty much, I mean, covers our healing times, our healing yeah. phases. Hope you learn. So, you know, when the reason why we did this was for you to be patient with an injury, Money. right? Yeah, that We're is We're trying truth. to, you know, get you back to what you love. But, you know, there's a time frame that you have to be mindful of. Yeah. And you can't jump right into things and you can't push things right away as much as we all want to. Trust me, mm -hmm. we've all been there. I'm there now. Yeah. So you have to be patient with your own injury. Be patient with how you get back to your activity. Yes. So, yeah. So, hope this time. Right, yeah. Things. If you guys uh, have any questions, I know we've said this in the past, please shoot us a message on either one of our social media platforms. We'd greatly appreciate it. All right, guys. You guys have a good one. Laters. Remember, this is Positive Reaction Podcast. This is Dr. D. And Dr. Serrano, where, where you, you come, come first. first.